Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing, assist you in your expansion, and help connect you with your intuition and highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign. It's up to you to get specific. I suggest that you listen to the horoscope for your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. If you enjoy your horoscope, please also take a listen to Embodied Astrology for Cancer Season. In this episode, I'll take you on a tour of cancer's zodiacal energy through our bodies, hearts, minds, relationships, and the world at large. Everyone has every sign in their chart, and cancer represents amazing and important energy for each of us. You can find the Cancer Season episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platform. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Recurring monthly donations can be made at any amount and will grant you access to my expanded monthly reports. These reports are 15 to 20 pages that outline the upcoming month's most important planetary aspects and lunar cycles and offer suggestions for how to work most effectively with this astrological energy. If financial contributions aren't possible for you at this time, the number one way you can support this work is by sharing it with your family, friends, and networks. Finally, I want to add a special announcement for any of you who are ready to dive deeper with embodied astrology in your life. This autumn from September 28th through October 2nd, I'm offering a very special retreat in Southern Washington. We're going to be exploring the expansive potential and personal manifestation power of Jupiter and Capricorn. This is a year-long transit, which goes from December 2019 through December 2020. This three-day retreat includes daily movement, meditation, art, writing, and astrology classes where you'll learn how to work with your own chart. And you'll still have time for long walks on the beach, hot saunas, and good company. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Now, on to your horoscopes. Hello, Virgo. Thanks for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for cancer season. Cancer season begins on June 21st and ends on July 22nd. And cancer is the part of your chart that signifies the larger impact that you have in the world. And so this part in the chart is also known as the 11th house. And the space of the 11th house can be your friends, your social networks, kind of your friends of friends and um, social influences, how you feel yourself in the larger social whole, how you're involved in ideas of society. Humanitarian causes, uh, social change, social justice, this kind of thing. This place in the chart can also signify the outcomes of your creative projects. If you're a person who's working with audiences or publics, that's uh, here. Or if you're a person who's creating something, anything, expressing yourself, and you're wondering, 
what's going on? How are people receiving this? Um, how is it rippling out and affecting the world? That's this part of the chart. Finally, as the outcome for your creative projects, if you are a parent, this place in the chart can describe your hopes, worries, and fears for your children's future, as well as the ways that you parent, how you respond to them from a place of um, being taller, being older, and um, kind of being both the future and the past with them. So this part of the chart gets activated for the next 30 days with the presence of the sun. Wherever the sun is, it brings illumination and more attention. The sun is joining up um, as it enters the sign with Mars, Mercury, and the North Node, all currently in Cancer. Mars and Mercury will both be moving out of Cancer, but the North Node is there for uh, another year or so. So what are these planets? What are their energies? Mars is the planet of action, its desire, its eros, its will, it's how we assert ourselves out into the world. And of course, it's also um, a violence and aggression. It's our force. Mercury is the thought and intellect planet. It describes communications, listening, hearing, and exchange. The North Node is one of the places where eclipses happen. It's the opposite of the South Node. I'll talk about the South Node in a second. But the North Node is considered to be a karmic point in the chart. It's what we are moving towards. It's kind of the, the symbol of the mouth of the dragon. If we think of the dragon or the serpent eating its tail, this is the mouth. It's what we're hungry for, what we have to be leaning into. So this uh, planetary lineup and this part of the chart tells me that there's quite a lot of energy that you're giving right now to this, these ideas of kind of larger um, social influence, social landscape and futures, as well as um, kind of in general, how you are trying to sculpt or craft a space for yourself in the future and in this larger unknown. These are going to be the dominant themes throughout the month. And to learn more about cancer, how to work with this uh, zodiacal energy, how to access it in your body, how to understand it, please do listen to the Embodied Astrology Report for Cancer Season. So now as we look at the month ahead, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about how all of this energy might be um, working for you. And the first week and a half or so of cancer season from the 21st um, through the 28th, even into the first couple of days of July, there are a number of aspects that are bringing quite a lot of intensity and energy. Um, some folks are going to feel this as excitement and fun and, um, you know, a lot of stimulation in a good way. And other folks are going to feel this as agitating, um, stressful, and maybe even bringing up some fear. Um, probably a lot of us are going to feel both things and kind of fluctuate between them. On the 23rd and the 24th, Venus and Gemini makes a couple of aspects uh, in opposition to Jupiter and in conjunct to Saturn and a square to Neptune. Venus in Gemini is currently transiting your solar 10th house. This is the place of public image and career. The aspects that Venus is making suggest some kind of... Um, process that you're in around, again, putting yourself out into the world, assuming a greater level of professionalism. There may be additional emphasis on connections right now, on who you know, how you're networking, how you are communicating, and what kind of information you're putting out, what your um, public image really is. 
there's a need for you to understand your self-concept as it has been developed through relationships. Your relationship to your home and your family, as well as important relationships in your life, especially um, with partners, important friends, and any kind of collaborators or people who you're spending a lot of time with, greatly influence your public persona and how you are willing to put yourself out into the world or not. Um, pay attention to your connections right now. You need connections that are supportive and that also hold you accountable. So all of us need this. You know, when we're putting ourselves out into the world, we need people to be our cheerleaders and to believe in us and to give us positive affirmation. We also need people who can give us constructive criticism, who can help us see our faults and our blind spots and can help us grow. Right now, it's really important that you have these kinds of relationships in your life, that you are cultivating these kinds of relationships in your life, but also that you are this kind of person in the relationships in your life with your friends, with your family, with your partners, with your significant others. Are you showing up as a friend who's affirming, who's giving support, and who's also helping your loved ones and important people be accountable and grow. These uh, paths and and relationships are obviously a two-way street. And um, in this first week of cancer season, relationships are going to be of primary importance. And of course, what you give is what you get. It's a good time to cultivate transparent and tender relationships, again, that keep each other accountable, but that also really promote one another's best interests and growth. On June 26th, Mercury enters the sign of Leo. It will be there just for a little bit. Mercury is going to turn retrograde on July 7th, and um, it'll travel back into the later degrees of Cancer. Leo in your solar chart rules the space that is unseen and unknown. As Mercury starts its ingress into Leo, your thoughts are moving into a space that I think is a little bit more undefinable, maybe more intuitive, symbolic, a little bit harder to grasp. Some of the feelings here, especially for those of you who are working in culture in some way, if you're a maker or a creator, um, if you're putting something out into the world on any level and you're wondering you know, what's going on or this idea of audiences or publics, um, and, and really just how you feel yourself a part of the larger world is going to be a really big theme through the Mercury retrograde. Leo rules the heart and the spine, and it's always an important symbol um, of centeredness and deep listening and heartfulness. So as as Mercury starts to enter into this space, um, you are supported to think and feel and listen deeply to your heart. Um, Mercury is moving into its retrograde beginning on the 28th. So it doesn't station retrograde until July 7th, but on the 28th, it begins what's called its storm. The storm, uh, June 28th through July 7th, is some of the trickier territory of Mercury retrograde. During this period of time, we get a lot of the symptoms of Mercury retrograde in their strongest application. So 
be careful with your communications, um, avoid initiating new projects at this time. If possible, don't sign important contracts or make important purchases without clauses for you to change your mind or um, amend the situation at, at some point in the future if you need to. Of course, we can't always do this. Sometimes things need to go ahead. Um, if you're working on something that has already begun and it's already in process, you can feel free to continue to go ahead. But during this time, it is advised to really keep an eye and ear out and notice um, what's happening around you. Really look for the small pieces of information that can get lost in a shuffle. On July 1st, Mars enters the sign of Leo. Mars will um, transit Leo through August 19th. Again, Leo is the part of your chart that symbolizes the unknown and the unseen. With Mars in this part of the chart, you may experience higher than normal intuition as well as sensitivity to the larger collective and emotional whole. This may be a time when activity in your dreams increases greatly. This is also a time when you have more energy and emphasis in reaching out into the unknown. With the emphasis this month on the parts of your chart that have to do with publics and um, more public output, I want to say that this Mars and Leo transit can help you access uh, the kind of influence that you want to have, especially when you are coming from your heart, when you are coming from a place that's honest um, and that is transparent, that's tender, people respond to that and it gives you more opening um, to access whatever it is that you're looking for. This is also a really good time to connect with your spirits, spirit guides, spiritual forces, faith as kind of a, a larger concept. Um, this part of the chart can really help us to connect with the unknown, which its nature is that we can never know it. And so um, however you feel that, like the unknown mystery, the source of consciousness, um, angelic forces, stuff like this is a really good time for you to reach out and um, make some kind of effort or initiation to connect more closely. On July 2nd, there's a new moon and solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Cancer. Check your natal chart to see if you have any important placements around this degree. Um, if so, these planetary energies will be stimulated uh, even more. And a new moon uh, as well as an eclipse is a really good time to begin something new. So we are in the Mercury retrograde period. This may not be um, the time to literally initiate a new project, but the nature of eclipses is that we have new levels of awareness that become available and kind of a, an awakening or a chance to reset some habits in our nervous system. And so during this time, you may begin something new as an idea, as an essence, or as an intention with yourself. Again, Cancer rules the part of the chart that has to do with larger social influences and futures. So consider these ideas as you set your new moon intentions and make sure to check in with Embodied Astrology around the second for a new moon ritual and podcast. 
On July 3rd, Venus enters Cancer. So into your 11th house, there's more energy for magnetism, for love, for attractiveness, for sweetness. Lots of energy for you this month to be reaching out into larger social circles for networking, um, for meeting people that are going to um, be a benefit to your life, be a benefit to your future. And again, if you're a person who is expressing into the world, creating in the world in some way, this is a really good time to reach your audiences. On July 8th, Mercury and Mars form a conjunction in early Leo. Venus and the Sun, both in Cancer, make several aspects throughout the chart and Chiron turns retrograde. So the energy of July 8th and the couple of days before and after is pretty intense. On July 9th, we have the second quarter square in Libra and also the sun in opposition to Saturn. So these few days, um, I think, might be uh, a high point or a low point, depending on how you're feeling it. But a lot of astrological energy those days. These are really good days to just take it easy, take it slow, um, be very aware of your surroundings, be careful of your body, and um, intentional. Chiron turns retrograde, as I mentioned, it will be retrograde through mid-December. Chiron is retrograde in the part of your chart that has to do with emotional entanglements, deaths, inheritances, secrets, the taboo. Chiron is the figure of a teacher and a healer. It teaches and heals through psychological awareness and understanding of how we are wounded. This understanding is a process. It's something that happens and evolves over time. As you go through this retrograde, the next five or six months, you'll naturally be reflecting on the ways you have been influenced through your most important relationships and deep emotional bonds and entanglements. You're ready for a new kind of intimacy, I think, and the issue of vulnerability is going to be a big one. I'm thinking now of um, Adrienne Marie Brown's uh, book, Emergent Strategy, and a, a chapter in it where she talks about the importance of being seen and how when we allow ourselves to be seen and vulnerable, we really allow ourselves to be loved and we allow ourselves to recognize the goodness that we bring into the world. I want to encourage this as an idea for you right now. Um, you don't need to be perfect. You can be who you are. And the more that you are who you are unapologetically, the more you'll be able to form bonds and intimacies that are congruent with your true nature and that are healing in their essence. On July 14th, the Sun in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn. Again, this stimulates the axis of your 11th and 5th houses. This has a lot to do with your creative output, with your parenting style if you're a parent, with your hopes, your worries, and your dreams for the future. The Sun in Cancer is encouraging you to be more inclusive. Uh, Pluto in the fifth house is encouraging you to let go of rules, especially rules for your kids or rules for your creativity. You want to transform something right now. And what you are transforming is rigidity, authoritarianism, um, stuck old ideas of what is right or what is wrong. You're moving towards a more inclusive, flexible, and loving idea of what the future can be. 
On July 16th, we have a full moon and lunar eclipse in Capricorn. Venus is also opposite to Saturn this day, again in the 5th, 11th house axis or Cancer Capricorn axis. The lunar eclipse and full moon provide reflection for you to let go of what is no longer serving you in this area of life that has to do with your basic energy and creative output, your self-expression, your projects, your kids. Let go of old ideas that make you feel stuck. If there are ways of being that feel rigid, if you're um, comparing yourself to ideas of uh, good, best, and better, or um, moralism, right and wrong, this is really not helpful for you at this time. Um, definitely not helpful for kids if, if you have them. So use this lunar eclipse energy to let go of that stagnancy and move again towards a greater sense of inclusion. Again, check in with Embodied Astrology for the full moon offering that day. Finally, on July 21st, Venus in Cancer opposes Pluto in Capricorn and the Sun and Mercury form a conjunction at the very last degree of cancer, signifying the birth of a new cycle, a new Mercury cycle that will last through November 11th. This uh, last day of cancer season is a moment to really check in again with the deeper intention for your output in the world and what it is that you are here to express, that you are here uniquely to offer and to create. This new cycle is a conceptual cycle. It's how you're able to understand your influence and connect with your larger intentions. From now through November, you're going to be working on new ways to approach your audiences, to approach the future, and to shape or sculpt your craft if you're a craftsperson or you're just basic vital life expression uh, for anyone. So really powerful astrology this month, a lot to be working with. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, definitely make sure to listen to the Cancer Season Embodied Astrology podcast um, to learn more about this energy, how to work with it, how to recognize some of the Cancerian themes as they'll come up in the body and the emotional self. I hope this is helpful for you, my friend. I'm wishing you all the best. Happy Cancer season. Thanks for listening and bye for now.